This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, does your weave scream, I only date white men? If it does, we still fuck with you. Can black folks assert their brand of blackness without shitting on everyone else's? Also, meditation, boycott shaming, and the caste system of American capitalism. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Your dog on your shirt is creepy. Well, you've seen this shirt a million times. That doesn't mean it's not creepy. All right, well. That's a creepy African dog. Stare in his eyes. Beady eyes. These are some beady eyes. <laughs> you know, Hennessy got beady eyes. I know. She but does. But Hennessy's black, so it blends. That dog That's is not true. the same color. It's creepy. You're right. You're right. Well. Well, welcome, welcome to, to Tea with Queen and Jay. Jay. We, we are two womanist race nerds talking shit over tea. tea. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. And, and this is Tea with Queen and Jay. Ew. I always get excited oh, when we do that. Yes. Very nice. Yes. Very nice. Yes. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. That's good. Yeah, we're recording on a Monday. I feel like refreshed and shit. Mm-hmm. My energy is right. Not um, mine. I feel drained as fuck. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. It happens. Your lipstick is popping though. You Put know? it on for the picture that we take. <laughs> <laughs> you just tell all that was another TMI moment brought to you by Queen. Queen. Thank you for that. Yes. If you'd like to follow on with the conversation of this podcast, use the hashtag T with QJ. That is on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you can throw a hashtag, throw that shit up there and we will be there retweeting you, talking to you, liking other people it. liking it, all that shit. Other people will gather in the conversation it's just a great way to track what's being discussed about the show where we like to keep our ears to the streets to the streets we keep our ears to the streets with the hashtag okay there's that Mm -hmm. we are recording at indie creative network studios Mm -hmm. in bk right now big things are happening with indie creative yeah indie's doing its thing they're doing a lot of stuff um they're gonna be not so indie anymore that's true (laughs) that's true that's true that's true you can check out indie creative network's website at icn.dj for new content uploaded every hour is it on the hour i was about to say on the hour Oh, it is on the hour. Look at that. Look at that. Every hour on the hour. New content for us, by us, all type of black shit. It's podcasts, it's articles, motherfucking videos. It's <laughs> all type of media. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's where we're at, yo. Yeah, and this what? is a Spot of Tea episode. That's right. Our Spot of Tea episodes are how we keep this show weekly. Just less, seg- just less segments. That's it? Yeah, that's it, really. Yep. Do you have any libations this week? Yes, but I think we have a collective libation this week. We do. What are libations? Libations are where we pour some for the homies, people, places, and things that give us black joy. Those are libations. Yes. So right now, we are libating. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The ratings drop. That's right. Of the uh, Super Bowl. That's right, yo. The Super Bowl viewership was down by 10%. Oh, shit. I'm fucking excited that's about large, that shit. That's a lot just I would say so. It is. I would say so. I don't know if it always declines. I don't give a shit. I'm excited that it's been down by 10%. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of folks were boycotting the, the Super Bowl, the NFL. I personally was boycotting Justin Timberlake. Hey. 
Cause fuck him. I don't yeah. watch football during the season. I usually watch the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and I I'm a halftime show person. Yeah, me too. Justin. Yeah, I'm good. So yeah, yeah no, I was good I on know. that too. You know what else? I'm glad that I live in an age and an era where. Back in the day when we used to like fucking give out invitations to the cookout to every white person who did some mediocre black shit. Who, no, I, I every white lived, person. I never lived in that space. A lot of a lot of people did, yo. Every white person who did some black shit mediocrely or did it period or did it with a smile, motherfuckers was like, they're down with us. Listen, Invite them to the I cookout. Need y'all to know I'm shaking my Invite head. Invite them to the cookout. I don't Invite them to the cookout. We no longer live in a world where that shit is acceptable, and I'm just thankful. That the next generation will grow up without motherfuckers left over from being invited to the cookout that one time. I don't know. There's still a lot of cookout motherfucking inviters Mm. out there. They will procreate and Mm. it may continue. Cause who do you think might still be on the cookout? Um, when when when's that rapper's name Eminem said that whack Donald Trump verse? Mad people was inviting him to the cookout. I'm telling you, there's still cookout inviters out there. Mm -hmm. I don't fuck with them. I was never a cookout inviter Mm because you know me, I don't trust white people in black spaces Mm because they always steal from us. (laughs) So I've never. mm, Let's still let me do it Mm -hmm. because we still do not value our things the way we should. We like to give them away. We like to give them away, and we still live in a standard where we measure our greatness based on how white people react to it. Mm-hmm. And if they fuck with it, and if they like it, then it must be the thing. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's right. like, nah, got to change those standards right, with right, ourselves. Right. Well, I will. I do believe that there will be less motherfuckers invited to the cookout. You're generally the optimistic person of this podcast. So, yes. I don't know. No, sometimes <laughs> you flip it. Sometimes I'm trying to enjoy being on the dark side of things and you're like... Well, it's good that it's two of us because then we were like torture our listeners that's true with there is some balance horrible there is some balance but definitely libations to the motherfucking super bowl drop in reviews yeah. and ratings libations to the people who were boycotting for yes, whatever reason be absolutely. it jt be it the nfl absolutely um yeah like yeah libations to all of you i took an uber that. i took an uber to the bronx to see my grandma on the super bowl time yeah there wasn't the surge crazy uh no it was during it wasn't bad i think it was during okay okay maybe yeah it was it may have been after halftime okay okay all right people are in the house yeah people were in i remember last year i think i was with you super bowl time we probably Mm -hmm. was recording Mm -hmm. and then i went to slide off okay and the guy who was paying for my uber was acting stupid and i was like Uh, excuse you um you invited me yeah he got it together that's good because what that look like going to your house and you pay like yeah. what am i doing you gotta pay the surge you want to see me or oh, pay them surge fees you knew it was a super bowl when you, you knew it was a super bowl you, and you invited me that's it that's and i it. have a nice warm home that i can go to myself I hear why that. would i pay to go to yours i hear that brother i don't know why I got, okay. that was last year i recently i'm still traumatized by him asking me to pay for that lift yeah no so yeah the price it wasn't that bad of a price that's good but while i was in the uber it was me and whoever i was pooling with a stranger don't talk to me um and uh, he had the game on and he was like oh do y'all mind if i play the game or whatever and i was like oh sure you know what i mean i'm boycotting but you know it's your car it's cool or whatever i felt like an asshole immediately by the way you should. Um, oh yeah, totally, totally, totally. So he turns it, he let it rock for a minute, and then he put on some music, and then I felt worse. And I was like, oh. I like this. I like this driver. What? That he turned it off? Yeah, because he 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 was he was playing the guilt card. 
He was making. I don't know if he it. was playing the guilt card or if he actually felt a kind of way. He probably felt a kind of way, but regardless, uh-huh. his actions made you feel bad. So oh yeah, no, that. I felt terrible because first of all, I yes, I am boycotting, but I don't care what other motherfuckers do. Yeah. but he asked me. And he's at work. Trying absolutely to like trying to thing. get through the trying fucking sunday his, yeah. and it was pouring rain no you're right it i'm telling you immediately after i said it i felt like shit because honestly i really did mean like i'm boycotting but it is your car i really genuinely meant that mm-hmm. but i hadn't thought about like there's no reason for me to have said it honestly i don't get why all. you said it because he asked me a question i just answered it truthfully he asked it like it's a customer service question it's I like know. Do I really I care? I'm truthfully. just asking because I just fucking answered it truthfully, yo. <laughs> if you don't want the truth, don't ask Jay. Nothing. I'm a Sagittarius. We speak the truth. So anyway, no, so I felt like garbage. Especially considering the fact that if Fitness Bay was like, let's go watch the Super Bowl, I'd be like, All right. He works. He works a lot. He's always working. If he has five minutes and wants to watch the Super Bowl, I'd be like, All right, let's watch the fucking Super Bowl. I really didn't care I know that we much. Met. Yeah. I really did not care. I know. I didn't care that much about it. Anyway, so I felt like a total dick. Um <laughs> but uh I saw my grandma, so that was nice. Okay, that's nice. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Boycott Shemer. Uh, I wasn't trying to I wasn't trying to shame him, but yes, when I realized that that is what was ha- taking place, totally totally feel like a dick. So, so my bad. I'm sorry, Uber driver. I did tip on the back end. Okay. So, there's okay. that. There's yeah. some reparations. There's a, a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Oh so, gosh. I don't know. That is funny. Yeah. Do we have any Actually, I will tell them how they can donate. Oh yes, yo, we want your money. Yes. So, if you would like to donate to sustain this podcast, to add to the progression of this podcast, you can do that by going to Tea with Queen and Jay dot com that's mm-hmm. our website yes, and hit our donate tab we have two options there for you to give us your money there is the paypal link and that's where you can do a one-time stop or more than one time it's just not a recurring charge where you name your price and you give us what you want and then we have our patreon and we are asking all of our listeners to give us two dollars a month you can go higher or lower that is to your discretion we're only asking for two dollars and that is a recurring thing that happens every month yep. it's just 24 dollars a year that's it that's all we asking for. That's all that we ask. You know, this is a FUBU black yeah, business. That's it. That's it. And in exchange for joining our Patreon, we can, we keep doing the show. Yeah. We know some people give you gifts and they send you things and we think that is great. That's great. We just don't have those things. We don't have them. We don't even have a merch shop. What are we giving oh, you? Oh, God. What are we giving you? We're going to open the merch No, we said in February. February is yes. a whole last 28 days. It they is. can relax, okay? It is. Don't be feeling bad, it all right? It is coming. It is coming. But I'm saying, we don't even but have yeah, that. No, so true. what are we true giving you? Yes. What are we giving y'all? Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is It is a matter of uh, time and resource. But that is also why we ask that you only give us $2. And if you want to give us more, you give us more fucking and money. We appreciate and we'll take it. that shit and we appreciate, appreciate it. it. Um... You finished telling them how to do yep. that? Perfect. Speaking of donations, we have some donation libations. And we got several donations this past week. We got donations from Aisha and Sydney. They both joined our Patreon. Ooh, Thank you so much. Thank you. And we got a PayPal from Michael, the Ooh. homie. He's also an amazing cosplayer. cosplayer. He is like with an amazing Superman body. <laughs> He is the dope black. He like Superman, doesn't yeah. have to. You know how people buy the body uh-huh. or like they have the yes, costume that, that has built in. Like he doesn't I have don't to think do he that. Has to it's do like that broad shit. ass yes. shoulders. Yes, yes, like, yes. 
like he is like the Superman. I called him Black Superman just now, but he is like the Superman. He is the Superman. I just said Black Superman so y'all would know that he was he's a, a black, black man. Superman. Yes. But yeah, he has. But no, he's awesome. I've seen adults like look at him and like tear up and shit. No, because like, he that the way they draw Superman with the broad is, shoulders right, and it goes right, right. down and yeah. as far as his waist and right. all of that shit. His body just does that. He does it. Yeah. And just like his character, his presence, everything, he is like a great Superman. Yeah. So thank you, Michael, for your donation. But he also made a special request. Michael says. Mm, what is it? He says, love your show. Can y'all do a special Black Panther podcast episode once it opens? And then he hit us with two question marks. Oh. oh. One for this me guy means and business. one for you. Oh, see, look at that. <laughs> Sharing is caring. So, Michael. Yep. What do you think? We say yes. Yeah, yo. Let's fucking do it. We're excited about Black Panther. We are. It'll be a bunch of shit to talk about. Motherfuckers will be having hot takes that we think are ridiculous. They will. Yeah. And we will make fun of them. That's right. Also, Jay and I, if you listen to this podcast, we both had horrible breakups after buying our boyfriend's boyfriend's Black Black Panther Panther things. So this would be a good way for us to like... Yeah. Yeah. reclaim that reclaim that reclaim my time yeah we're reclaiming yeah. our black panther time exactly yeah. that's right yeah. so i'm excited yeah i'm really excited it's gonna be great we're I'm going so to excited. a special premiere that's yeah. gonna be fucking gonna lit be cute i'm excited I'm, I'm excited all right good shit so yeah so we're looking forward to that speaking of black panther speaking of black panther and black panther being so lit mm-hmm. we are we had a contest last week we sure did and we after many many entries we're popular popular um yeah so after a bunch of interests (laughs) we had a contest we asked you to feature us on your instagram or did we say twitter too we said instagram twitter um facebook yes um a screenshot or video of you um Mm talking about tea with queen and jay talking about tea with queen and jay listening to the podcast and all you had to do was include our hashtag tea with qj and the hashtag black panther so lit yeah and we would enter your name into a raffle to win two tickets to two. a february 15th showing of black panther, panther the at movie at the magic, magic johnson theater, theater in harlem How's that michael jackson oh my god the <laughs> magic jo- why are you talking I'm to- the magic johnson theater in harlem okay uh where you can talk to the screen or not all call and response is welcome at that theater yes all right yes. and um, they should call it that the call and response theater that is exactly what it is yo yeah i'm it's, all for call it's and the response. place to be it's the place to go yeah. do we have a winner Yes, we have a winner. All right. So the winner is See Money Millionaire. Hey. That is her um name on Instagram. Yes. So we will hit you up in the DMs. Yes, we will. With info on how to get your That's tickets. That's right. Thank you so much to everybody who participated yes. and shouted us out. We appreciate you. And um, that was fun. Exciting. That was fun. Yeah. I like contests. Me too. Yeah. But speaking of contests, if you guys have stuff that you want to give us and then ask us to give away, like you could try that. You know, I like to give shit away. Yeah. Yeah. We'll sponsorship giveaway. We like that shit. Mm-hmm. We do. If you have a business and you want to sponsor an item to give away, mm-hmm. hit us up, yo. Yeah. We like things. We like things. I like it. Our listeners like things. Our listeners do like and things. And you need the advertising. You do. Hit us up. You do. <laughs> um, okay. We yes. have a next announcement. Oh, this sounds serious. I'm excited about it. 
Yeah. Because I remember we talked about going to a place and I was like, oh my gosh, I really want to go to this place. And I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, in my head, I was like, can we go to the place? Will we get to go to the place? Will we be be invited to the place? And, uh, And I was like, maybe. Maybe, right? I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Yo. We are going to the motherfucking place. We're going to that place. Where are we going? We are going to South by Southwest. Hey. I'm doing a bogle. Well, not really. Do I'm the, doing a shoulder do roll. The, do the shoulder roll. So we will be guest yep. on mm-hmm. Queer Walk. That's right. We will be guests on the homie Queer Walks podcast. They will be at South by Southwest. We're all going to be there from the 10th through the, the 14th of March. Yep. That is when we will be there. We will be excited. We will be at all the things, at all the events. If you are going to South by Southwest, be sure to check us out. We are doing the podcast live yeah. on the morning of March 12th. So get your fucking coffee. Get your get Starbucks. It, right? Get your fucking tea. Get your Queer Walk stickers. Get all of that shit. Get thing. it right. Get it in line. Get your breakfast. Get ready. You might get a tea with Queen and, tea with Queen and Jay sticker. Oh, wow. You might get one of those. I should probably order some. Now that we promised I have, I have lots. Oh, look at you. Who are Okay. Lots. Okay. I don't give out things as much as you. Good to know we have stickers. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. Yeah, yo. If we see you, we'll give you a fucking sticker. Right. So that's exciting. We look forward to going to Austin, Texas mm-hmm. for South by Southwest, meeting listeners out there. What we're also going to do for folks who are not coming to South by Southwest, if you are in the Austin, Texas area, we plan on doing we'll a meetup. Meet that's right. So it will be us, T with Queen and Jay, Queer Walk. And hopefully if any of our podcast friends are out, out there, there, they yeah, will come and hit us, up and, hit us up and hang out with us too. Yeah, we would really, really love that. Um, if you are in the Austin, Texas area, yo, hit us up. Let us know what's good, yo. Word. I'm excited. Word. I can't wait to drink all the alcohol. Okay. I'm limiting myself to like two drinks a day. Usually when you drink all day, you don't get drunk. In my experience. Every time I drink all day, you know, the drink all day vacations, I don't be drunk. Okay. It's like your body finds like this alcoholic medium Uh and it just stays there. All right. Well, if y'all see me by myself, you know why. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what it is. But I'm excited. I'm excited about South by Southwest. And thank you to everybody who um, helps us like get there and helps us do the shit that helps us to like get to where we need to be and like travel and or do all of that shit. It's, yeah, it's easy. It is by God's grace and your assistance. And we thank you. Yep. We do. Um, yes. It's getting um weird. All right, let's take Can a break. Can we take a break? <laughs> yeah, let's do weird. that. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Money, 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 money. <laughs> money! <laughs> do you know what this year is? Um, what's this year? Oh, well, it's 2018, but do you know what 2018 is all about? what every year is all about yeah but like giving black women your money yes give black women your money hashtag pay black women yo okay okay so So. how do they give black women their money well they can start by giving us their money oh yes yes we do this dope ass women is race nerd podcast every motherfucking every week sometimes twice um, a week yeah yo (laughs) and we could use your loving motherfucking donations Um, we definitely can absolutely so how can you do that you can go to our website tvqueenandj.com hit that donate tab Mm -hmm. we have two options there two two you become a patron or you can just donate through PayPal. Yep. You choose. We mm-hmm. give you a choice That's right. on how you give us money. That's right. If you want to donate via Patreon, we're asking all of our listeners to break us off $2 a month. 
That's $24 a year. And if everybody who listens does that shit, we will have everything that we need to do everything we want to do for this podcast. Everything. And if you love us so much that you want to break us off a one-time donation, a multiple-time donation, or if you don't like the the once-a-month kind of system, you can go to our PayPal and give us any amount of money. We will take that shit. We will love that shit. We will appreciate that we shit. We will use that shit. That's right. So once again, teawithqueenandj.com. Hit the donate tab and choose your donation method of choice. Oh my God, we're going to get money. Again. <laughs> All the time. Yes. We are back. And we're black. Yeah, we are. We're also black. Um, so uh, what kind of tea are you drinking? I This is one of those nights where I didn't get tea. I actually went to Dunkin' Donuts, but the line was too long to get tea. Um, so I drank chai tea earlier. Oh, that's nice. I had some green <laughs> From tea Starbucks. earlier today. Good. I used the card that Domingo got us. Yes. Yes. I mean, I don't usually do Starbucks stuff, mm-hmm. but because I have it, I've just been using it. That's great. So thank you, Domingo. Good. But as of right now, we don't have any tea. Mm-hmm. We actually finally got the kettle to the studio. Hey, listen. But. One by one, step but, by step. We didn't bring mugs. <laughs> we didn't bring mugs. And do we have any tea here? I thought you brought tea here one day. You no, I think I said we have tea. I don't think I brought it oh, here. Oh, it was one day I we came to the studio tea. together and you had a bag full of stuff. I assumed you had like bag tea to bring it. I probably just had a bag full of bags. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes my book bag just be full of fucking empty no, you plastic, had a plastic bags. Bag. Oh, I did have snacks and shit that we brought. That yeah, because we were at my house, I brought a bunch of shit from. Oh, you brought snacks. I forgot it was snacks. Nah, I forgot to bring it. See, I didn't bring shit. We have a kettle. Yeah, that's it. That's step one. All right, we're getting we're there. Getting but there. I do have tea at the crib to bring. I do have yeah, we mad know, tea. We know that. I thought you brought yes. it here, though. No, of course not. Oh, well, there's that. Yep. We have a kettle. Step by step. Day by day. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are you affirming for yourself today? I am affirming, as always, that I am a bad bitch. Mm-hmm. And I'm affirming that I am enough. And I'm affirming my love for Janet Jackson. That's wonderful. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm affirming. Yes. That I will see her live this year. I saw that on your Twitter, Twitter. Yes. Get out of here. I'm affirming that. What's up with that? She's performing at some music festival, and my homegirl hit me up and was like, hey, do you want to do this? When I you was, say music festival, you mean Essence? Or are you talking no, about not, in, not, like, uh, in another, New York? Uh, in New York, not oh, Essence. Oh, okay, okay. Um, me and this friend was trying to arrange to go to Essence, but it's just not working out. Yeah. So then she hit me up and was like, yo, she's going to be at, I don't know the name of it off mm-hmm. the top of my head. Okay. And I was like, oh, I'll do that. She's like, good, I already bought the ticket. Hey. <laughs> oh, my God. I got to pay it back. But right. she's right. like, right. I already bought the ticket. That's blah, nice. Blah, blah. I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to see Janet Jackson. Oh. That's cool. Yeah, I'll tell you the name of the festival because I can't remember uh-huh. right now. Okay, and they're not paying us to talk about it. So, there's <laughs> hey, that. If anybody wants to send me a ticket to go to whatever festival that is, I'll talk about it. <laughs> I will promote that shit before I go, and I will mm-hmm. talk about it after I leave. And that's is black owned now, so we don't mind saying that here. Oh, true that, yo. Yeah, so that's right. That. It's yep. a little bit of a different story. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good shit. Also, if anybody wants to send us to Essence, we'll go there. Yo. Okay, yeah, you know, we they might something. need another podcast on a, you know, on a, hey, on a podcast. <laughs> 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 what um, are you affirming for affirming? yourself? I am affirming that I am not a lady. I am also affirming that I am enough. Every weekend is me telling myself that I'm not enough. I didn't do enough. I'm not. I go through that every weekend. You I didn't notice like, how you bad it was. You need to look in the mirror and be like, I am enough. I am enough. I am you. Enough. 
you're you gotta like you need to fucking dj college your ass in the mirror Yo, like you you're right you're the you best yes you're, you're the best. a lion yes you're right you gotta do stay those. away from they they don't want you to be enough they don't think you're enough <laughs> but you are enough you you're are. a lion you're beautiful yeah. look at the flowers yes you're right yeah, you're right that's you what i need to do yo I, you made me think now i think i'm gonna do that i think i'm gonna find him saying these things or loop and that's mm-hmm. gonna be a part of my like all right you know how right. they have like those boring chants mm-hmm. um meditation chants yes. that just don't relate to you yes that actually relates to us yes. in our culture and shit. you're right you're right so you're i might right. do that that's a good idea no i like you've heard it. it here first i like maybe it. you've heard it somewhere else but <laughs> no that's good that's good i'm gonna write that down but yeah like that i bet you there's a youtube thing where it's just all of his things yes yeah no that that would be good that would that, that reminds me i always think about money talking about how trap music is her is her meditation music <laughs> <laughs> that's wonderful that's wonderful that's what works yo it is i'm not i'm trying to find my meditation space mm-hmm. and all of that shit that is traditionally meditation does not yeah. work for me that's just not how yeah like i come from drums you know what i mean like we come from drums my body just can't get jiggy with that shit. Okay, that just sounds like I'm being abducted. <laughs> oh, was that? Right, right, right. But yeah, like we come from drums. Like I don't come from that space. So even when I ask black women that I know who meditate, they don't use that shit either. Mm. So it's all about what I'm learning. It's about finding what my thing is mm-hmm. that can like bring me in that space. Right. You know, I like it. I think I'm a, I like this DJ Khaled thing. That's cool. That's cool. Yes. So I'm affirming that I am fucking enough. I think that's good. I do go through that every fucking weekend, yo. Like, you did not fucking do enough, yo. You didn't do enough. But I am enough. I did things. You did a lot of things. Went to the Bronx. That's a lot. Okay? It's far. Well, I was in the... I'm in the Bronx a lot because work. Yeah. It's a lot, though. It is. It's a lot. It's like, once you leave, it's like, they don't... They make it really hard for you to get back. (laughs) Oh, you went to the Bronx on a weekend. That too. That's that's why I took the Uber because I was project. like I can't even yeah, I'm like, I can't even play the game with this. I went to the Weekender to see what the trains were doing. It was so back. It was like it's like New a York fucking riddle. City, I really feel like they want you to just stay in your borough on a weekend. Mm. They don't want you to like go mm-hmm. to another borough. Mm-hmm. Like since I moved to Brooklyn, like I really hate leaving Brooklyn right. on a weekend because the subway situation is always trash as mm-hmm. fuck. Mm-hmm. Like always, without fail. Stay where you are. I'm like, how, since when does the three chain go to Queens? How right. am I here? <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Like, that's never actually happened. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like Yeah, no, the two what? and the five were playing strange games. I was like, this is how you fuck up and you end up on a fucking shuttle bus. Not yeah, today, Satan. Like, I'm not doing this. It's, it's not what we're doing. We're doing the most. Mm-mm. So I'm gonna leave it at that with my affirmation. I like that. I like that. All right. So this weekend. This week. Oh, did it start this weekend? Well, Friday. Okay. Friday night. I didn't watch it till Saturday. Mm-hmm. So if you listen to this podcast, you know I'm into two bo- two dope queens. Yes. Um, I listen to their pod. I just like hearing. I think I noticed my f- thing that I love with podcasts is I like to hear women talking, like that's women nice. friendship things mm-hmm, mm-hmm. transpiring in my right, ears. Right, right, right. So that's like a a neat that I noticed that mm-hmm. I really enjoy. Yeah. So that could be like why I'm into them. But anyway. Enough about me. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> they recently got a HBO special for their podcast. Yeah, I think it's uh, like a few series. Yeah, it's a few. Yes, yeah, a few different. I think it's, it's like about four, four or five, or mm-hmm. four episodes, basically of their podcast on HBO. The two dog queens are. What's her name? Jessica Williams. That's Jessica Williams. Jessica Williams and, and Phoebe, Phoebe. I don't know her last name. Phoebe. 
All right. So it's Jessica and Phoebe. Um, but also their podcast is not traditional podcast format. It's basically their yeah. live show. Yeah, their so, live comedy show and they just happen to record it. Right, right, right. So they do their comedy show, they do a routine, they have guests come out and do their stand up or tell stories. Yeah. They're not all comedians or tell stories or whatever and then they'll do their little, you know, bits their and stuff like bits that. So it's basically that show live, which is already a show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's not like they're turning a podcast into this alternate format. Yeah, it's, nothing, it's a show already. Yeah, nothing different right so there have been little teasers of that and little facebook commercials and if you watch hbo they've been running the commercials for it or whatever for a few weeks now leading up into the weekend and um what do you think i saw the first episode i wasn't like laughing a lot Mm -hmm. they don't generally make me laugh a lot i think i just like to hear women banter right but the comedians that they had Actually, no. It was one woman comedian that I enjoyed. This mm-hmm. black woman. She was funny. And then it was this white guy. And I kind of was like, I was doing work too. Yeah. So I forgot what he was talking about. <laughs> they did interview, spoiler alert, I guess. They did interview Jon Stewart on oh, the first episode. okay. Because this episode was their New York episode. I guess they're going to do it in different cities. Oh, that's cool. So this is their New York episode. So they talked to him. I did think it was strange because I, it seemed as if he's not born in New York. He came here. He's been here for a long time. Right. So they were asking him like New York stuff. And for me as a New Yorker, I'm like, he's wasn't born here. Yeah. Don't ask me fucking questions. Yeah. But, you know, they're Jessica Williams and Phoebe. So. Right. They're also, yeah, they're, they're, mi- also, they're Midwest yeah. folks. They don't, Jessica's from yeah. California and Phoebe. Really? Oh, maybe her parents are from the Midwest. Maybe. Okay. I know she's from California. Right, right. And Phoebe is like Midwest though. Okay. Yeah. Okay interesting yeah Yeah, that's interesting i didn't watch i do uh, i've started listening to the podcast over the past few months i'm kind of starting from the beginning since it's that type of show where i don't need to go in order i'm just mental like that so i need to go in order we've met yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) um but yeah i enjoy it it's nothing that me it's nothing that i connect with necessarily yeah but i enjoy it and i find some of the comedians that they have on to be yeah, comical or whatever the, yeah honestly i generally enjoy the comedians that they bring on like, right a lot and then right. i'm able to be because i'm into stand-up mm-hmm. but i haven't i used to go to stand-up shows all the time like do all this stuff heavy but i've become disconnected right because i don't know i just mm-hmm. have so it's mm-hmm. kind of my way to meet new comedians yeah i don't have a way to do that with regular media like there's no def jam or you know the way in which I we our generation met comedians. Right. There's nothing like there that. There used happening. to be so many comedy shows on yeah, TV. Yeah, where you like, could like yeah. meet these comedians, mm-hmm. but I don't really have that space anymore. Mm-hmm. So this has become that space. Right, right. Me. I do like that they have. They seem to have a diverse like range of comedians. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. I definitely appreciate that about the show. Mm-hmm. But. In the wake of the commercials coming out and the first episode coming out, yeah. coming out, there have been some hot takes. Hot takes. Hot takes. Hot takes. Hot she takes. She called them. I couldn't think of nothing. Anyway. All right. You know what I like? I couldn't think of a hot take for a hot take. I like that I don't I don't have to generate hot takes every Me day on too. Twitter. I'm Me thankful that that's too. just not something that I that I have to do or that's expected of me. Me too. Mm-hmm. So I guess with this hyper visibility of these women mm-hmm. because of HBO, right. I don't know because they've actually have been around for a while. What do you mean? In, you mean in the industry? Like Phoebe's been a comedian for like ten years, right? And she writes. Yeah, and she, she writes, writes for shows you and know, stuff like but that. But I guess yeah. right. And um, Jessica was on john stewart like it's not mm-hmm. like they are the daily show yeah thank mm-hmm. you i'm calling it john she was <laughs> um so it's not like 
maybe they're new to other people, so maybe mm-hmm. like them being hyper visual right now is making it a conversation. Okay. But these have been women who've kind of been like doing this right. for a minute. Right. Um, but the conversation, the rumblings are kind of like the reason I brought this up was because a lot of them were just stupid. <laughs> the critiques. A lot of the critiques were right. kind of just like weird. Mm-hmm. Like um one person mentioned like Oh, there! I hate when people use podcasting as a way to get on TV. And mm-hmm. I'm like, but they were. <laughs> Jessica was already on TV. Yeah, Phoebe was writing for TV. Right. Like, I would appreciate if people knew more about these people before they mm-hmm. made these comments. Yeah, that's a weird critique for me because they are. Uh, they do comedy, and their show is comedy. <laughs> comedy. Yeah. So I guess I would like to understand. They're not more comedians about who have a podcast. Their podcast is actually them a, doing comedy. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't know. I guess I don't. If the transition is so seamless, because basically they turned the show into a podcast, I don't understand that critique almost at all. Yeah, you know, I don't know, but I mean, I know there have been podcasts that tried to turn into shows and mm-hmm. that, that didn't work that, out, yeah. but that just to me, it just was like, okay, that didn't work out, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, but you can still, it can be done, mm-hmm. if done totally, yeah, it, with, in the right way with the right sauce and shit. Yeah, if you have the right producers, mm-hmm. you can have, I don't think you should have a podcast producer producing a TV show, uh, maybe not, yeah, because you mentioned a podcast earlier that mm-hmm. did that, and that right. could, that's probably what happened, right? Right, you know? so yeah, so that conversation was happening, then mm-hmm. there was other conversations about Phoebe and Jessica and their blackness, mm-hmm. and how not that they're not black enough, but kind of the kind of black women that they are, mm-hmm. like there was like. They date white men. Yeah, they date white regularly, men. Openly, vocally. Openly, vocally, yes. They are very into, like, I guess, white culture types of things. Like, things they, that people, yeah, generally associate, I guess, with white culture. Yeah, um, yes, ag- agreed. Uh-huh. But they're not around the way girls. Right. You know, they're, they're not, not. Yeah, when you when you think when the girls that LL Cool J was talking about and around the way girls. He's not talking about He's not that. talking about Jessica and Phoebe. Yeah. Right. At all. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. So that's why with that critique was kind of like, we say all the time that black people are not a monolith. Black right. women are not a monolith. We look like all of these things. Mm-hmm. There, we say here, there's no special black. There's no right way to do yeah. this. Yeah. And then when I hear critiques like that from people who also say those things, who mm-hmm. I hear talk about not being a monolith, who I hear talk about different representation and black right. women like looking not looking like one thing mm-hmm. when i see people who say these things and then when we see phoebe and jessica they say they question their blackness or mm-hmm. there's conversations around that i'm kind of right. like what the fuck are we doing here right 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 yeah no i feel you you know i feel you the only thing that i feel because i love women like phoebe and jessica like do you yeah you know what I'm do you be whoever you are you don't have to be a black girl from the bronx you don't have to know how to double dutch i don't know how to double dutch you don't have to speak aave you can know you what i'm turn? saying wait can you turn yeah i could turn okay yeah no you don't have to take the rope from me okay i'm pretty sorry. sure that i could turn you're pretty sure i'm trying to i haven't turned in years i haven't had to turn the rope no but when you were turning were you double-handed or not no i'm not double-handed i don't think no, somebody see, you might are. take the rope. You are. Life. You don't say I don't think. <laughs> I don't think I'm double handed. Being double handed is like a scarlet letter in a double dutch world. I feel so like you I would, would know remember. if you are. I feel like I would remember. I would have been more scarred. I feel by like that. you would remember mm-hmm. if you weren't double handed. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes. I see what you're saying. Because you will be singled out. No. but Don't let her turn. <laughs> like, you will be singled right. out. Like, no, I wasn't. Play. No, that didn't you happen to me. You are double-handed. That didn't happen to me. Because I would have been that bitch to be like, you are double-handed. Right, but, but, 
But uh-huh. there's also sometimes a hating ass bitch that just wants to fucking turn and they will say you're double handed when you're not double handed. That's the bitch who can't jump. <laughs> well. <laughs> so she's like a turn of Right, right. She's a turn of yeah, ass she bitch. Just, she so this is what I'm saying. She exists. The rope has been have taken away. You. Right. Yep. So I don't remember. And then you like skin and people be trying you. This is what you. I'm saying. So yes. I, this yeah, is what I'm saying. Totally. So I don't remember if I'm actually double handed or I've just been abused. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Okay, I don't remember. A lot of abuse goes on in double dutch games. You are right. You maybe that's why I never fully learned. <laughs> okay, I think I got it once, and I was like, ah, it's just not I'm worth you, it. Double dutch made me popular in second grade. That is funny. I was at a new school. Oh my like, goodness! I know how to win these bitches over. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, can I play? <laughs> oh God. I'm dead serious. That so, is funny. Second grade, I was new to it. was my first public school, too. Uh-huh. I gotta show these bitches. Oh, my God. So I them over. That's hilarious. That's really funny. <laughs> now, I had a good thing going, and then I went to a new school in fourth grade, and I wasn't white, so that was pretty much it. <laughs> I pretty much sealed the deal. They had their few black kids that they liked. That was not about to be the new one. Oh, gosh. Mine's was second grade. That was just I it. Was like, that's funny. I know how to win these bitches over. That yeah, that's what funny. happened. Yeah, well. well, back to these these dope-ass queens. Yes, <laughs> yes. Back to the two dope queens. Right. So this is what I'm saying. I think that women like Phoebe and Jessica, who's not from where I'm from, who uh, speak in uh, standard English, I think all of that shit is fine. I think it's cool if you're obsessed with you two. I think that's fucking great. You know? <laughs> even Every time they bring them up, I'm like, why are they doing that's this? That's so funny. It's yeah. So strange. Do it. Phoebe loves fucking you two. And I think she, she that does. is great. Really I'm does. saying you two like, you, like YouTube, but like you two. The, 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 the guy in the band. With the weird glasses. Yeah, the yeah. That whole situation. <laughs> um, I think all of that shit is cool. The only thing that brings me pause. Dave Matthews band. Dave Matthews band. All that shit, yo. <laughs> Live your fucking truth, yes. yo. Date your fucking white man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Eat fucking hummus and kale. Do all of that shit, we, yo. We eat that. <laughs> we do. We, we do eat hummus and kale. You actually are right. <laughs> we do. Hummus is starting to not be my thing, though. Um, I don't eat it a lot. Yeah, I n- I never. You know how I'm always anti whatever everyone's doing. Oh yes, I do. So You're a fucking I, contrarian ass nigga. I am when you it are. comes to trends because yes. I feel like white men make those decisions and mm. I will not. So I feel you. I feel you. Um, you don't. We so do I don't. Eat it, but what I mean is, eat your hummus and kale in abundance. Okay, <laughs> enjoy that shit. Wear winter shorts. Do whatever the <laughs> fuck. Do whatever the fuck. Black girls from around the way don't do. Be free like that, and me and you can still hang and get a drink. You still a black girl. You still deal with black girl shit. Yep. You still got black girl hair. Mm-hmm. It's still all kiki ki, ha ha ha, yep. boom boom. It's all good. My only problem with this is that because we all deal with white supremacy, and we're all dealing with how the white man has said that black people are. Yes, I feel like when black people who do not fit the white man's stereotype of black people, right? So when black folks who uh, are not whatever white people say, say they, they are. Hip hoppers. Hip hoppers. Prostitutes. B girls. Yeah, <laughs> prostitutes. You know. Booty shakers. Yeah. Jigaboos. <laughs> Breathing up all the white man's air. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We don't know how to rap and do all the things that they like to steal from us or yeah. whatever, right? So I feel like black people who don't fit those those stereotypes in any in any form yeah right or 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 black people who are not quote-unquote cool in a black quote-unquote way yeah like when you go into if you go into casting if you're an actor or some shit and they say act more black 
You know yeah. what I'm saying? If you're not mm-hmm. that type of black person who goes in already being whatever type of black they think you are, yeah. I feel like there's this need when asserting that type of blackness, right? That they somehow find themselves shitting on black girls like me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Agreed. Shitting on black girls like you. Yeah, you know agreed. what I mean? Like agreed. you can't just say, "Oh, well, I love you too," or "Oh, well, I actually don't use um AAVE." You know, I generally speak standard English. I like to English. say aren't, not ain't. Yeah, like, you don't like have to I say feel that. like yeah. that's okay. Do that, but I feel like there's a way that they assert not being like me. That includes shitting on me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like at some point, at any moment, somebody, we were talking about this on Facebook and somebody was like, yeah, I feel like at any moment they're going to start laughing with their white friends about how ghetto I am. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's the only thing. And I've, I've sometimes in the way they talk about, I'm not, I'm not saying that they do this, but sometimes in the way that they speak on the podcast, it doesn't feel like, it feels like they're just around the corner from possibly going there. You know what I'm saying? I don't get that from them. I feel like... I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I'm not saying that they've explicitly... Yeah, not, yeah. But it's whatever energy. it is, it makes you feel uncomfortable. Yes. Is what it's an energy. We're saying. Right, yeah. sure. It's an energy. But that's my... And again, like I've said, they've never explicitly done any of that shit mm-hmm. or whatever as far as where I'm up to in the podcast. Because like I said, I'm going in order. <laughs> I haven't heard anything like that. Yeah, I didn't feel yeah. from the beginning. They've I just said, started randomly. It's, it's funny. <laughs> they've said, they said things They said things on the show where I was like, girl, you don't... That, that ain't no thing. You don't have to worry about that. Like, whatever. Like, I guess. I guess concerned with white gays in a way that i'm not concerned with white gays g-a-z-e you know what i'm saying yeah i've always assumed because i do get that Mm -hmm. i always assume because i grew up the way that i've navigated this world has always been so black right and i do that on purpose Mm -hmm. that this is what people who are in other spaces maybe have to like navigate and figure out how to like do so for me i thought i was hearing them learn how to like Mm -hmm. do that shit whereas to me i never gave a fuck grew up with parents who told me not to give a fuck grew up in new york city where everyone where my parents made sure i was in spaces where everybody looked like me like Mm -hmm. i had all this reassurance for myself that i thought maybe i was listening to these black women who have completely different experiences right. for me and i'm hearing them navigate it yeah no that's it's true. really foreign for me that's true and i guess that's why i say it sounds like they're around the corner from calling me a ghetto ass bitch mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because they probably will right right yeah because it's so i just know i could beat them up maybe that's why i don't feel threatened maybe, i don't know you know maybe i you know what it is and again like i said they have not done this but i guess i do i listen like <gasps> You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm kind of cringing and clenching and like waiting for it yeah. a little bit and that's only because in real life I've had negative experiences like yeah. that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? In real life I've been othered by black folks who, you know, standard English speaking motherfuckers or th- honestly, we've talked about this before, why I kind of opted out of like nerd shit early in my life yeah. and I was just like I don't need to play with you people. Yeah. I just play with my brother and sister. Like I don't need you telling me I'm not the kind of black person that likes the kind of stuff that yeah. you like even though you're also a black person okay i just won't play with you like it doesn't matter i think i've always had because i remember this is when i used to work at h&m and some girl was like um latinx girl but like white presenting Mm -hmm. oh yeah but she was like still around the way though yeah right but mad white yes got it yeah we'll take that out (laughs) (laughs) well one day we were in a break room and i um i was i said something probably smart or mm-hmm. whatever and she was like yo you're like a black white girl and then i was like oh my god um 
how am I a black white girl? And she was like, because like, she said, I don't mean it like you're a black person covering a white. I mean it like you could you could like talk to them and you could talk to like mm-hmm. you know whatever. And because I'm myself, I think I don't care about the gaze of anyone, not right. just white gaze, right. but yes. any gaze. I don't yes. care about black elite gaze. Mm-hmm. I don't like I don't care about any gaze. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I live in the world with people, right? And I just talk. Like mm-hmm. what the fuck? Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what are you saying? Right. So I. I I guess the instance where someone tried to make me feel like that's someone that sticks out in my mind. I've right. had others yes. like that, but I always was kind of like, I'm not doing that special. Like mm-hmm. I always was kind of like, on my like, I'm doing some regular ass shit. Like mm-hmm. what? And it would make them feel like, oh, that was stupid. Yeah. That's usually how I would right. react to those right. things. It was just like, what? I remember one time I was in, when I was a kid, I was in this all, the science program in some white private school mm-hmm. called Spence. I don't know if it still exists. Mm-hmm. And I was the only black girl. And we were doing something about pollution. And I came up with an answer for something. I don't remember what. Mm -hmm. And this girl was like, "Um, wow. What did she say? It was just something wild racist. Yeah. But she didn't know it was racist. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember what it is now because I was literally like nine. But I like flipped it. Mm -hmm. I I guess I've always knew how to like flip it. Like Mm -hmm. once you try to do that shit to me, I could kind of just be like, that was dumb, and this is why, mm-hmm. and you're a racist pig. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know what right. I said at a moment. But, yeah, so since I'm so, I think, far removed from mm-hmm. caring about the gays, mm-hmm. um, not to say that I don't ever, because there are gays that I do kind of like, right. you know, um, I still live in this white supremacist world, mm-hmm. white supremacist patriotic world. But since I'm so far removed, I think it's, for me, it's mm-hmm. interesting to see how other black people do it. Right. So it sounds like what you're saying to me, because I think that I just I what I described a little bit is like a trigger. Right. Mm -hmm. So I find myself, even though they haven't necessarily said anything. Yeah, it sounds like a trigger for you. Yeah. A little bit of the way that they present and the way that they um, speak. And and when I say the way that they speak, I don't mean their diction. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, socially what they're talking about Mm -hmm. because to me it sounds like at any moment they're gonna be like you're you know you're ghetto or you're you know what i'm saying at any moment i feel like they're gonna put down me and my kind of black people Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying or they're gonna say some you know what these motherfuckers love doing saying some fucked up shit about kwanzaa you know what i mean or like some shit (laughs) (laughs) some shit like that because they don't understand it and black folks do it and they assume we're looking to them to do it too that this is the time to say fucked up shit about black people that i don't understand so that's the people say fucked up shit about kwanzaa that are from all different walks of life absolutely you're absolutely right yeah absolutely so this is what i'm saying so like for me for me a little bit of them, I think, is a trigger. And I don't think it's just me. I think that's probably a it's lot probably of what we're seeing. It's probably a trigger for a lot of people. Right. And yeah. then it sounds like for you, this is like, it's, it's like not an issue. It's like a social experiment. Right. Because yes. I'm just, I'm just, I've not been in those spaces. Right, right. Usually when those things have interacted with me, mm-hmm. it hasn't become a thing for yeah. me. Because I kind of like attack it or counteract mm-hmm. it in a way um that doesn't make it right. something that could lead to a triggering event but it yeah. does sound like something like really triggering yeah for you. and then something else that you and i mean it's i'm i only think of it as trigger i'm, I'm processing it heavily right now mm-hmm. but i listen to them i enjoy jessica williams i watched her little netflix movie you know what i'm yeah, saying I like yeah like i like what they do i'm into it for the most part I wish she stayed but, with the black guy but no that's another story but um <laughs> 
<laughs> well, he dumped her, but still. Right, but still. <laughs> and then they, they put in this dopey face, dopey puppy, ass, wet like, dog looking white dude. She's a bad bitch. And this frumpy Can ass. Can she date a tall, bad bitch, white dude? Like This frumpy frump? Anyway, I don't know. People who like white men, they like the frumpy frump with a, a British accent. They I'm, like that shit. I'm good on the frumpy frump. I don't know. I don't get it. If I am, they're all doughy and sitting shit. on a pink dick. Know. Yeah, it's gonna not be on a frumpy yeah. front pink dick, man. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not even sorry. Take that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. So like I said, I like what they do. I support their work and shit. I'm, we're just analyzing like the critiques and stuff yeah. like that. And this is something that I do notice within myself or whatever. But something that you said earlier is understanding the difference in experiences that I didn't grow up as ethnically safe as you did you know what i'm saying yeah. like i did grow up around black folks and shit like that or whatever but i don't think yeah i wasn't like wrapped in a blanket of black love and shit like that <laughs> growing up you know what i mean i didn't realize that's, that right. that was happening yeah like you went to special that. high schools and schools yeah. and shit i yeah. didn't i didn't have that experience i did go to school with predominantly black people most of the time mm-hmm. um but we were still being taught like the white man's education and shit you know what i'm saying yeah um, well my principles are from the nation of islam I there you go so there's that until high school right so like that's just, like just a, to that's give the listeners kind of a big deal insight right on yeah queen that's kind of a big deal but um <laughs> so something that you said right understanding the difference of experiences and kind of it within this level of under, i'm gonna use the, the term forgiveness but i don't really mean that i kind of just mean having understanding and flexibility and knowing that we come from different spaces, we're all processing white supremacy, right? Yeah. So even in this kind of, I guess, asserting of their blackness, possibly in a way that diminishes or, I don't know, like shit on Shemekka, shits on my type of blackness. I feel you, you know what I'm that. saying? Yeah. Is a, what you were saying earlier, kind of like a reaction to white supremacy. Yeah. And they don't, they seem like people who could learn their way out of that yeah and i feel like and we were talking about this before we were recording i was saying how i agree with all of that and Mm -hmm. i see all of that and i hear all of that but Mm -hmm. i for some reason i don't feel as attacked i don't it doesn't feel as violent to me right but um i think it's because i feel that if i bring it up Mm -hmm. that i can have a conversation and they will get it yeah i feel like their iq to understand these Mm -hmm. things that i so mm-hmm. I don't feel like I have to. You know how we, we critique other black people in media spaces and mm-hmm. we feel like there's no room right, to, for growth, for conversation, for empathy. Yeah, I feel that that exists there. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's another reason why I don't feel triggered right. or as alarmed mm-hmm. as other people who react to their show yeah. or their comedy. Yeah. What I will say is that I don't like... And what I try not to do is, and, and I guess that's everything that I just said, yo, wear your fucking winter shorts, date your white men, yo, like do your thing. Yeah. I don't like the critiques on them. Like if you're from a place and all you grew up with was motherfucking white people, you know what I'm saying? It's understandable that you're going to date a lot of white people. Cause that's not like, I don't, I don't want a white man in my house. Yeah. I didn't grow up with white men all over the place Me in neither. my face all the time. I had a lot of options. Most of them were black. They were within my comfort zone. I did date a white man once. I had to explain to him why, what the fuck cultural appropriation was. And I don't want to start there. It's black people you have to explain that shit to. I'm not dating those motherfuckers either. You know what I'm saying? I like to come in at a certain like base point. But if you're somebody who grew up interacting and socializing with white folks in in a, a certain way or whatever, 
and it, it would it would make it makes sense to me if you date mostly of that group that yeah. you grew up around totally. you know what i'm saying so i don't think that like that's a, that's yeah that i don't get why that a was a part of, of the conversation right right i don't think that should be it was one of those things that's supposed to show how how not really black you are yeah and it's, that shouldn't be a thing because you still walk around no matter who you date you still walk, walk around, around this world as a black, black ass, ass person, person and blackness in the colonial world is based on how motherfuckers treat you. Yes. How do people respond to you when you show up in a room? That black penis that they have penetrate them. What does that stop? How mm-hmm. does that stop white supremacy? It really does from affecting them. Yeah. No way, no how. No, it's still a thing. For it's both still of them, a thing. You know. So, yeah. So I wish that people would cut the shit with that. Yeah. I will say that they look really nice. And they did say that since we got this HBO money, we got new mm-hmm. hair. They did say that. Um, I was on the thread. I was happy somewhere. they said that because Phoebe used to have really bad hair. It was worse than what was what's on the HBO show. Yes, Phoebe. Because it's, it's a lot of people. Yeah, not I wasn't that feeling HBO that either. either. But Phoebe right. has classic black girl weave. I date a white man. You know that. <laughs> you know that weave. Like I date white men. Right. I just throw this shit on my head. Right. And it doesn't right. matter because I date white men. Yeah. And they just think that this is what we put on our head. Right. She has. It was worse. Right. It's a little better. Yeah. It's not great. No. And I kind of honestly, some somebody was saying that in a thread that, you know, what the heck? She looks like she don't have any black friends, which is quite possible, too. Yeah. Jessica may be her only black friend. <laughs> um, But... I honestly, I'm kind of feeling watching this bad, fucking bad weave journey on TV. That to me is very black. I'm looking at your fucking bad weave journey happen in real time. You know, I'm not mad at it. No, I I don't mind. No, I don't mind because Mm -hmm. I feel that when it comes to black women in our hair, that it always has to be perfect. Right. So I've and I've 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 been a person who didn't really, I never really cared about perfect hair. Mm -hmm. Like I was never that type of black girl. Was just like whatever for me so i don't mind i don't mind her hair mm-hmm. like ever mm-hmm. but she did have classic you know that weave I'm, you know the I black know girl it. weave that dates white men i know it well she had that I down do. packed it's do a little better it. now mm-hmm. but yeah mm-hmm. it's one trend mm-hmm. makes sense for yeah. her head. let me tell you something the way that their career is going i give it like were you giving it two years or longer before she's like fully fully laid with the hair I need her to hurry up. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, Phoebe, do your thing, I guess. Um, That's funny. I do want to say a little bit that we need black women in that space, though, also, Mm -hmm. especially in comedy. Um, We we talked about Monique a few weeks ago on the Mm -hmm. show and how um, she was treated. So I don't know how much money they were giving, Mm -hmm. but at least they're visible in this space. At least there's a black woman comedy that isn't, and I don't, I think Comic View kind of comedy is fine. Mm-hmm. It's probably a Def Jam. It's another name for that. I don't know what that's right, called. Right, right. But we have an array of different comedy styles. Mm-hmm. We all have an array of different life experiences yes. and all of that stuff. So I like that that's being seen in comedy. Mm-hmm. I used to struggle with finding black women talking about other things in yeah. comedy because I was really into comedy and I was like, okay, I'm tired of hearing about you mm-hmm. sucking the dick. And he mm-hmm. didn't pay the money. And, you know, like, all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and who's going to... I'm going to beat your ass. Yeah. You know? All right, you guys. Yeah. Like, I was kind we of getting... get it. Yeah. Violence. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was kind of getting tired of that for a really long time. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's just why I really am into the show. Because I'm hearing different comedy voices. Yeah. No, there's space for them. And I like that that yeah, space is being there. made. Yeah. And I appreciate that shit, yo. Yeah, I think it's good. I also think that they are so talented and have been in the mix 
for long, long enough. Just, yeah. And Jessica, especially being on the Daily Show, that yeah, if like, they were, if they looked like Amy Schumer, or if they looked like themselves and were white. And had no melanin. 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 Less yes. melanin. Less melanin. Correct. That they would be in future films and shit. Yeah. They you would. know what I'm saying? Yeah. They definitely People would, fuck though. with them. They People fuck with would. them. They're cute. They're smart. They're yeah, funny. Yeah, I bet if Jessica didn't have those twists all the time, you know, like it was. It's true. Like, white. If both of them were white, <laughs> if they were both white, they yeah, both have they, movies. They are talented. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, because oh, Amy. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't wow. even mind that she does whatever she does. Wow. 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 I don't mind that she does whatever she does, you know, um, except for her desire to be a white man. I don't mind. <laughs> I don't mind the other stuff. You know, it's like, be whoever you are. Be, be where you're at. It's cool. It's just she's like the barometer for like, okay, you you let this person do this foolishness. Okay. Yeah. Make these fart jokes. Yeah. It's actually like talent, talented people out here. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like make room, make space. Yeah. So anyway. So there's that. There is that. Do you mm-hmm. want to get into some T-mail? Let's get into some T-mail. Yes. As always, you all can shoot us T-mail at twithqueenandj at gmail.com. We will read that shit. So we'll respond to that shit. Uh, if we don't get to your letter right away, we'll get to it eventually. And um, thank you to everyone who has sent us letters. Yes. I have one. Go ahead, girl. All right. We got a letter from the government the other day. <laughs> I don't answer those letters. <laughs> we got we got a T-mail from Marusa. I'm going to say Marusha. Okay, I'm going to go with that. I apologize if it's incorrect. And the subject of this email is reaction to Monique discussion plus white people calling black people crazy and conspiracy theories. This letter was mad long. We appreciate it. We did read that whole thing. Thank you so much for sending yes. it. And then we edited it a little bit um, for the time. podcast. Yeah, yeah just, just for like for the sake of time. But we do feel you and we do appreciate you sharing your notes with us. So, hi, Queen. Hi, Janicia. I like that they put it on two separate lines. Yeah. I got my own shine right there. So yeah. that's, that's what's up. I noticed that, too. Yeah, that was good shit. That was nice. I was listening to your podcast and started thinking about some things and decided to write it down in my notes. I like to journal my thoughts sometimes because it helps me make sense out of them. I thought I'd share my thoughts with you on some of the things you said on the podcast number 138 and what it sparked within me. As a teenager, I remember my friend showing me videos of Dave Chappelle and telling me how great he was. I asked her what happened to him and why we didn't hear of him anymore since everybody loved him so much. She said, because he's crazy. To this day, I have yet to find a good explanation of what happened. It was like, that's just the way he got labeled and that's it. I just find that word so dismissive, aka you're crazy, you have no credibility and anything you do or say is invalid because, quote, you're crazy. I hate that fucking word. I believe some people still hold this stigma onto him as I still hear of people talking about him and, quote, that time he got crazy. I'm breaking real quick. This is Janice talking. Do you remember, did you see that interview he did with Oprah back in the day? Yeah. Okay. He talks about that kind of like being dismissed and being called crazy. And it's like, um, yeah, once you call somebody crazy, it's like everything else that they say after that is just easily dismissed. So it's just interesting. In the same way that they dismiss Monique. Like, yes, exactly. Right, right, right. 
And I think that was definitely by design, which is kind of what this person was of like course. alluding to. Yeah. yeah, he said as soon and and Cat Williams also talked yeah. about this when they to break from yeah, the letter ahead. again. When if you look at how history, especially in the United States, treats people who have mental disabilities, yeah. Um, if you look at the history of what they would say was mental mental disabilities, it was mm. always stuff that didn't fit with the norm. It wasn't yeah. really about you being. Um, mentally disabled so if you're fucking too much you're you're what they call that word for women who fuck too much an infomaniac an infomaniac mm-hmm. that was like a disorder and you were yeah. put in a crazy house. like which right. is they use that as ways to dismiss you so the word mm-hmm. crazy generally is to dismiss like and right. institutionalize like mm-hmm. it's like a thing it's not even just like a social um thing it's like yeah. a structural systematic thing mm-hmm. where you just write these people off forget about them and put them in this institution and forget. Mm-hmm, so I think we mm-hmm. just still do that as a society. Right. So that's why the word crazy is very like alarming and yeah, so much. Yeah. And 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 they have Hollywood has the power, right? Agents and whoever you're beholden to at that time, yeah. you sign contracts and shit like that. Dave Chappelle left his show mid season three while yeah. they're recording or mm-hmm. whatever, um, because he was uncomfortable with what was happening on set. And he left you know did whatever he had to do and And everyone else decided to call him crazy crazy. because to leave that amount of money is deemed crazy why would you have free choice or exercise free will when you have all this money here for you to do this thing that we asked you to do and of course they don't tell us why he walked away it's just he's he walked away from money he didn't walk away from money he walked Mm -hmm. away from whatever abusive shit Mm -hmm. you were doing to him and Mm -hmm. he was setting a boundary and he'd be like i'm good Yep. That's what's actually happened. Yeah, but you're going to say story, right? I walk he walked away from money and that's right. not even what happened. Yeah, if you can if you can I don't know if that um Oprah interview is on YouTube, I imagine there's a video somewhere, but Oprah Dave Chappelle interview he did um not too long after like that whole thing happened or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So I would check that out because he kind of talks about this crazy theory. Okay, back into the letter. The reason I'm bringing this up is just following the discussion you both had about Monique in this week's episode. And what I'm thinking is the industry is white and racist and you have the industry is white and racist and have all the money and power. They own you. You only walk away if they say go dynamic. It completely is a conspiracy theory, but I'll just own that still. It's not white supremacy is not, not a conspiracy, conspiracy theory. It's, yeah, it's real. This is real life. Yeah. That is so frightening to me and really it makes me so mad and so angry. I guess I'm just so mad and I'm not sure how to express it properly, but I'm just so mad. Ultimately, I'm just hurt and disappointed that once more people are out there invalidating Monique when really she had the courage to speak up, put her whole career on the line, talk about issues that affect her as a black woman. I'm a black woman. What does this mean for me? And no one's here for it. This also made me think somehow of how many black people have been invalidated, canceled by the system using the same method. A lot of black successful people were painted as being, quote, crazy. And there are so many examples I can give just from the top of my head. Kanye West was called crazy. Lauren Hill, Dave Chappelle, Richard Pryor, Martin Lawrence, Eddie Murphy, Cat Williams. Most black, mostly black comedian men from what I can think of right now. That's just because of what you can think of now. But they love calling everybody crazy. Black people. Nina Simone. Yep. And if that's the way they treat black men, there is just no love for black women. No love for us. They're still out there not paying us for shit we fucking deserve. They're still out here canceling us. Black women still get no fucking love, no support. We really have to bring awareness to the injustice happening to us because Monique is sticking up for herself 
and what she is entitled to. And people are still out there, black people even, invalidating her. And who does this benefit? Certainly not us, not me. I fuck with Monique so much for not swallowing the pickle juice. As a black woman, this really makes me sad. I wonder what Nina Simone or Audrey Lord would think about us. And if they could relate to this feeling I'm way too familiar with. I'm sure they could, girl. If this pain is the pink elephant in the room, and if we're just all sitting here being forced to ignore it. I think ultimately it comes down to for us, by us, FUBU, she writes it as, and what you're actually doing through this podcast. So I want to thank you both for allowing these conversations to happen because I truly go to bed with it. I think your work is so inspiring, necessary, and powerful. Thank you for allowing this reflection to happen for me and for giving an actual fuck. Marusha, Montreal, Canada, she, her, uh, she's 27. She includes that in here. P.S. I'm waiting for my paycheck on the first, but I'm sending money. Use it for whatever you need. And weed is a great option. Thank you. Thank you. We might use it for that. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you for sharing your thoughts and your notes with us. We appreciate that. We appreciate that a lot of you take notes and review them and like learn things and share them with other people. I was looking at like some of the stuff that you all tweet is really cool. Like when somebody tweets something and saying, oh, TV Queen and Jay talked about this This, on this episode. They talked about the or they'll just quote us and they talked about the idea that blah, 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 blah. That is super dope, yo. It so is. thank you all for that. And thank you for this T-mail. Yes. You have another one? This one is a question, right? Yeah. So we have another T-mail and it is from a Instagrammer. Their Instagram name is Cyanide Molar. <laughs> Boom. There we go. I'm like, this is weird. Yeah, Cyanide mm-hmm. Molar. So they sent us something in the IG DMs and mm-hmm. here they go. Being a POC in the service industry, I live in an, I live in an area predominantly white. SLC Utah. I don't know where SLC is, but UT is Utah. Mm-hmm. And constantly and constantly witness how the white hipsters are treated, greeted, responded to much better doing the same shit I'm doing, even in a management even in a management position. I've experienced this. So they're basically just asking us our insight on this and mm-hmm. why we think this happens. That's the whole letter? And yeah. Okay. It's not that long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um yeah, he's just trying to get our insight on that. She? Stiff. Looks like a he in the picture. Them. Okay. I'm going to say them. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So, cyanide molar. I need to know why you call yourself that. That's one. <laughs> Two. Um, honestly, because whiteness is the preference. Yep. So, regardless of your title the amount of money you make or any of that stuff we live in a country where we had a black ass president and people didn't even respect them Mm -hmm. people who are patriotic as fuck and respect the fuck out of america all the time but as soon as the president was a black person it invalidated the whole thing everything had to be questioned he couldn't nominate a fucking supreme court justice what are you doing yeah yeah they wouldn't even call, like, there's lots who wouldn't even call him president, mm-hmm. Barack Obama. It right. was like Barack. Like, don't be calling him by his first name. Mm-hmm. This is the president mm-hmm. of the United States. Yeah. So it's like, there's no way to escape um, white supremacy. Yeah, I've worked several jobs where I was the manager and somebody will charge into the store or the restaurant or wherever the fuck I was and run up to the first white person that they saw. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. One time we had a we had this white dude at the door 
he was on the spectrum. I know that there are a lot of people on the spectrum who can like manage a business and stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. He was not one of those people. And it was just interesting to see because they saw he was he was a host. Yeah. So because they saw this white man in a tie, he was automatically in charge. charge. He yes. automatically had the answers. Mm-hmm. I worked with another person. I was um, working in retail at the time. I was a manager of a retail establishment. And we had a white woman there who spoke almost like no English, like mm-hmm. none. You know what I'm saying? Like there's, if, if she were black, she would not have been hired. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Somebody else hired her and yeah, people would come into the store and charge up to her to say all type of stuff. Yeah. And she had to mime to them that I was the manager. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Instead of coming into some place and saying, Oh, who's the manager? Yeah. Who can I talk to about this thing? Just coming in and assuming who does what based on their racial appearance. Yeah. You know what because I'm saying? Because generally it's, it's white people who are in charge mm-hmm. and then everyone else service them. Right. So if they need something done mm-hmm. in that sense where I need, um, I have a problem that needs to be resolved. Yeah. Those types of things mm-hmm. where they need management or whatever, they're going to look for that white person because mm-hmm. white is in charge. Right. But if they're coming to places, cause I've been, my experience has mostly been as someone not in management. Mm-hmm. So my experience is always I work for them. Like mm-hmm. I don't work for the place that I'm working at. Right. But I actually work for them. Yes. And I've had to have many times let a motherfucker know that mm-hmm. I am not your maid. Mm-hmm. I am not your nanny. Like I don't work yep. for you. I work yep. for this place that you're in. Mm-hmm. But I don't work for you. I remember one time working retail. I'm in the store. And this woman just comes up to me and she's like points to a mannequin and was like where is that? Mm-hmm. and i just looked at her and i just kept walking because mm-hmm. she couldn't have been talking to me right. that's not how you ask me questions mm-hmm. and i didn't fucking care because mm-hmm. it's like i don't work for her i work for this place mm-hmm. you know um so that's generally from the other end i know it's not what you ask but mm-hmm. that's generally what they expect of a person of color so right. from you they probably treat you different because they don't need service at that moment mm-hmm. so why should i talk to you in that way mm-hmm. and usually if you want someone usually the way capitalism sets things up the person who you need service from is beneath you mm-hmm. so they treat you in that way right and the, right and then the white skin is yes. something else so you right. treat it in a different mm-hmm. way the person that you need service from is not a worker is not a person who works and does a certain job or a certain task there's somebody who is beneath you in life yes because they work in this role and the yeah. only time that these people will talk to you possibly on the same level is if they have ever worked in the service industry before yeah you know what i'm saying totally. but um yeah outside of that capitalism says that you are a you work at mcdonald's because of your position in life yeah you work at h&m because of your position in life Mm -hmm. you working at tgi fridays if they're still open because of your position in life as opposed to these are people who are just like me who are working to take care of themselves and their families so there's a certain treatment that comes along with that you 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 clean you're a domestic worker because of your position in life yeah you know what i'm saying instead of looking at people as equals who do different types of work, work. you know what i'm and saying and then it's what what annoys me about i i feel like the whole idea of servic work needs to be revolutionized mm-hmm. because it is like we said it's always a person like been it's 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 projected as something beneath mm-hmm. so even as a person who has worked a service job even within myself i would say like i would use language like when i get a real job right or like those things like mm-hmm. that because for myself it was like this is not this is not 
real or this is not what a person really wants to do Mm -hmm. or this is you know like those types of things Mm -hmm. so i feel like if we can like somehow change our approach to what service jobs is or Mm -hmm. what service because we need these things these are these are actual intricate things that we need in our lives Mm -hmm. like if all service jobs disappeared like what the fuck what happened so they're actually essential to our living but i think if we uh made it less like they are to me like all service jobs are generally as if the person is a maid Mm -hmm. like not to say that being a maid isn't something um um, when you say maid just now it sounds like you're talking about it in the way that it was during jim crow yes you know what i'm saying so like a maid to where you are a newly freed slave you are a black person i know jim crow was long after slavery but um just in that right reconstruction right (laughs) you are a newly freed slave Mm -hmm. this is the only type of work that That you're allowed to do and there are still the power dynamics in play of slavery are still there you still need to call me sir ma'am i can still call you boy that kind of thing um and so a lot of that mentality when it comes to service work is still looked at in those same power dynamics and i think that when it comes to service work i think that's why things like the customer is always right and all of those all of that language comes out Mm -hmm. of it because these service workers are not people right. and they are always supposed to serve you regardless of what, mm-hmm. like they're not people. Like yeah. I literally remember working retail and I would say, well, I'm just like that, mm-hmm. but like I'm a person mm-hmm. Like I don't like, yeah. these are people, they're actual yeah. people. And I, people forget that mm-hmm. because the way that service works socially is presented to everybody. Right. You know, I was working at a retail establishment on the upper East side And this white lady came in and called me a black son of a bitch. And I was talking to a black, like, district manager of some sort. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, this is what happened. And I can't see why we would let her back in the store. And he was like, well, you can't just go kicking everybody out of the store. I'm I'm like, like, what? what? I was verbally assaulted. Yeah. I was minding my business. I did nothing. And she called me a black son of a bitch. Wow. I remember once I had a customer call me a bitch. Um, But I'm me. So so she was like, whatever, whatever, bitch. Mm -hmm. And I was like, your mother. Mm -hmm. And she looked at me and she's like, and I'm like, like, what can you do? You want to go to a manager and say, I called her a bitch. Mm -hmm. And she didn't just accept it. She like, I knew she couldn't say anything. But I did have a manager one time. It's a black Puerto Rican woman. Mm -hmm. And somebody... A customer did something to someone, like said, cursed, cursed at her something. I can't mm-hmm. remember what, because it was so many years ago. And the person went and told that manager, and she was like, oh, no, she has to leave the store. Mm-hmm. But she made her leave the store. That's good. Eventually, but that manager. you remember it because it was mad rare. Yes. That that type yes. of, like, hum- respect It's always my as if it's happen. like we have to respect these. Nah, like, yeah. the, a part of a work environment mm-hmm. is making sure your employees feel safe. Right. It's not safe if your employees feel that they should take somebody cursing them out and it's just a part, it's a part of the job. Mm-hmm. Like, no, mm-hmm. like you're not a police officer. You're right. not a, you're not in a place where you have to deal with these um, abusive or you're not trained to deal with these abusive, crazy ass interactions. Mm-hmm. Like you're mm-hmm. just fucking at a restaurant taking orders, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And I, part of me was thinking that some of this stuff was like subconscious, like microaggressive racism. But I was talking to, well, and of course, overt racism, like, you know, people calling you a black son of a bitch, yeah. of course. But um, somebody on Facebook was talking about their experience at work. They 
work somewhere they are a doctor of something they have all the degrees in the world they're in a high position at the job yes and there was an outside company working with them for the day and the people in that company eventually towards the end of the day they were like oh so what do you do here are you i don't want to reveal like the industry or whatever Mm -hmm. because i don't know who's listening but basically it was like oh so are you like one of the cleaning ladies or whatever it was some shit like that right And so my response to that was like, well, the the racism is so overt, right, that they don't even care to say, oh, what do you do here Mm -hmm. to mask some of that racism? Yeah. Then somebody else who works with that person on this, we were on Facebook, the Facebook thread is like, no, they not only did they ask the doctor, doctor so-and-so twice but wait but they went and they asked no it wasn't not a medical doctor no no no, i know but they were like in a meeting together they had been an outside company had been doing some sort of project with this company this business or whatever why would the, the cleaning person be sitting with them doing hello a project? Why, why would they would, be, why would they be do why yeah. would they be a part of exactly this? exactly right <laughs> so so i'm thinking that this is like a microaggression right this is like oh they really just assumed that she was this and and they didn't they didn't care to ask it another way right so then somebody else comes on it's like no they asked the doctor twice and then they went and they asked other white folks in the office also oh, what does so-and-so do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like, oh, so so-and-so is the cleaning lady or whatever, right? Which this other person said, says to me that this is like an, an overt, like, act of oh, know your place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. basically the doctor was running around taking care of whatever, whatever. And they're like, oh, so, like, what do you do here? But not what do you do here. Oh, you're yeah. the cleaning lady. Or you are this other low position that required no education. Or you're not a supervisor. Yeah. You make this certain amount of money kind of thing. And so... There is this because we live in this type of caste system, right, based on capitalism and white supremacy. There is this need of the ruling class to when they see folks acting out of place, put them back back in in their their place. place. So it wasn't which, you know, was ignorant to me. It wasn't a microaggression like, oh, I'm being racist, but it's not intentional. It's like, no, I'm reminding you by asking you in this lazy, sloppy way that you're acting out of place right now. So who are you and who do you think you are kind of thing? You know what I'm saying? So it's just over racism and dealing with that type of shit, unfortunately, for a lot of people, depending on if you have fuck you money or not. Fuck you money is that money where you have enough money saved where you can go into work and say, nah, fuck you, I'm not doing this anymore. You know what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of us who don't have fuck you money, it's the price of working with white folks. You know what I'm saying? Engaging with white folks. You have to, um, if you want to keep whatever racist job you have, sometimes you have to just deal with it. It sounds like you're somebody, we were back to the letter now, I know we got off a little bit, but it sounds like this is somebody who's been dealing with it and they're tired of dealing with it. But it seems like with them, it's like a... um seem like a customer thing mm-hmm. like customers like, don't know how to yeah right sure. um which is i don't know like which is worse like do you take it where you work with these people the same people daily and this shit is happening mm-hmm. or where it's like different people because like for me when right. it came to retail when people would do crazy shit one i i didn't really care. i never mm-hmm. had fuck you money yeah and eventually got fired but right. <laughs> i'm just gonna do right i just do what makes me feel comfortable and um, you're not gonna like fuck with me in that way mm-hmm. but um for me it would be like i'm never gonna see this person again yeah. like they're a nobody mm-hmm. so it's like i guess you have to figure out for yourself how which way you'll navigate that mm-hmm. um is it meaningless because it's um people you never see again right. or is it meaningful because it's lots of people you mm-hmm. know like it could be 
many right different things yeah you know yeah i don't know man them (laughs) (laughs) um have we helped i don't think we helped i think we helped to explain why that dynamic happens as far as service and mm-hmm. managers mm-hmm. and things like that but we have no resolve because what? white supremacy lives right on. it does my thing is if anybody ever brings you to, in the office and they're like yo did you say this horrible thing to somebody who was being racist to you it never happened okay that's my advice um no you my never said it advice is if they say that that white person is the manager, then they're the manager. Let them do the work. You still get a pay. True that. You know how many times they charge <laughs> up to that paid girl your manager person? didn't speak no English and I just turned my back and yeah. went and folded a sweater? Th- I'd yeah. be like, good luck with that. Let them do the labor. Yeah. You know? No, you're right. I swear, that's you're what right. I would do. Yeah. But also, also, I have found it helpful to kind of like not disengage, but just separate whatever it is. Like, I don't invest myself and my energy and all my sauce into jobs that i feel like are oppressive of me in any way you know what i'm saying i make a plan to leave and while i'm still there or if i can't make a plan to leave i just don't put like all of my whole self into that job because they don't deserve me and they don't deserve my energy or my feelings you know so i hope maybe that was helpful a little bit i hope so thank you for reaching out to us like we did some helpful things i hope so i hope so so we asked our listeners to get us some iTunes reviews for the 2018, and y'all came through. These are all 2018 reviews? Yeah, we didn't have any new ones, and I think what, last episode or maybe the episode before, I was like, yo, could we get some for 2018? That's what's like, up. The fuck? Okay. So we have three. Let me get to them. Well, our first review, um, we got five stars. Yeah. First review of 2018. Thank you. Um, it's titled Informative, Funny, Innovate, Innovating. I'm assuming because I see innovate, and then it's the three periods, so I don't know what the rest of that word was, but I think innovating. Hello, womanist race nerds. Hey. I love learning and listening to you guys dismantle this white supremacist patriarchal society. Thank you for being transparent as you are learning, showing love to each other, and all black women. Thank you for creating spaces where black people can be themselves unapologetically because we live in a world where that has been deemed unacceptable. Thank you for helping me put a mirror to myself so that I can continuously grow and work on myself to get out the mindset that has been programmed into me because of white supremacy. I'm happy to have found your podcast after listening to Jay on Inaho Uprising. Hey! You women are amazing and an inspiration to me. Love, Danny. And she puts a purple heart. I love purple hearts. Thank you, Danny. So that is our first one. Five stars. Okay, this next one is from Nubian Queen, and they say, love it. Real content, some things I disagree with, some things I learn. Overall, a good time. Thank you so much Thank you. for that. Yo, How many we stars did we get? You. Five stars. Okay. That's Five right. Star chick. Hey. Five star chick. Hey. And we have another one here from Big Prime, and it's titled My Dope Review. Great audio, great microphone presence, great host, great show. And this is from Big Prime from the Flex Radio podcast. Cool. All right. We're going to have to check out Flex Radio. You do See that. What that's about. <laughs> this is why I people, can't. I this can't. This is why people put in their reviews that they don't like you. I don't care. Oh, God. We know. You told. You spent the whole episode telling us <laughs> you don't care about nobody. 
Um, yeah, so I think we did a show. We did a show, yo. We yes. did a freaking show. We did a show. Thank you all for listening. Yes, yes, yes. Be sure to chill with us on the social media. That's um, right. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at T with QJ. Mm-hmm. We have a Tumblr and a Facebook. You can search for T with Queen and J. Hit follow or like, however those platforms work. That's right. Um, send us T mail at T with Queen and J at gmail.com. Yep. Donate. Go to T with Queen and J dot com. Press donate. Give us some money. Mm-hmm. You can also just go to the site and click about. See what's going on on the Click website. About. Yep. You can listen See to the show See what events there. are coming up. There's a paid black women list there. Yep. We have show notes there if you're... Um, show notes. Show mm-hmm. notes there if your, I don't know, podcast app does weird things if you to the show notes. show notes in the group. Yeah, sure. There's show notes there. Yeah. We do so that. We got things happening there. Yeah, yo. So check us out there. As we said, we are um, going to be at South by Southwest. Once yes. again, March 10th through the 14th. We do our show the morning of March, March 12th. 12th at 9 a.m. So please schedule yourself so you can come and hang out with us. I thought it was 9.30. No, it's not. See, I was already late. You see that? Good thing I'm in a room with you guys. Here we are. Yeah. <laughs> For now, <laughs> um, yeah. So please, if so you plan on being at South by Southwest, I won't hold on eleven. Thank you so much. Okay. If you plan on being at South by Southwest, please make it a note to come and see us. If you plan on being in Austin, Austin, Texas, that week, please make a plan to come to our podcast meetup, meet yo. Yeah, yeah, yo. I'm fucking excited. I can't fucking wait. Black Panther so lit. We're going to see that. What do we got? Do we have another show before then? Yeah. No, I don't know. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> We're fucking excited. We'll be at the Fan Bro Show Crown Wakanda screening. We cannot wait to fucking be there. It's going to be fucking great. Lit. It's going to be a lit situation. Okay. All right. Black Panther so lit. Black Lives Matter. Say her name. Yes. What else? What you got? Disability to white. Mm-hmm. Spoonie chat. Stop killing trans women. Maybe he doesn't hit you. Mm-hmm. Hashtag film. T with QJ. That's right. Hashtag pods in color. Ask us to white. Hashtag podden. Hashtag podden live south by southwest. Hey. And podden live NYC is also coming back. Get ready yeah. for shit. Um, hashtag film this. And you got anything else? Nope. All right. We'll see y'all later. Smooches. No. I told you I was going to start saying that again. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Listen to the water. Listen to the water. Yes. Yes. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Yes. Yes. I'm dead as fuck. I'm dead as fuck. Yes. Yes. Girl, bye. Girl, bye. Yes. Yes.